You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Howdy do, buckaroos, and welcome to Comics for My Kids podcast, the official podcast for the comicscornerbox.blogspot.com. I'm your host, Matt D., and with me today is... Melody D. All right, Melody, here we are in the Halloween season. So today, we have a comic that embraces the shadows of those blood-sucking freaks known as vampires, as well as something that just makes sense in killing said vampires. What is the name of our book? Unicorn Vampire Hunter. A unicorn hunting vampires? Well, that certainly makes sense. What or who better to skewer a Dracula than an animal with a stake on its head? You betcha, Dad. Another great season why unicorns are so awesome. So tell our listeners, Melody, who wrote this fantastical story? The author is Caleb Palmquist, and the art was done by Darlia Toll and published by Scout Comics. Okay. It's actually Daryl Toll. You want to try that again? By Daryl Cole. Toll. Toll. Toe. 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 Good enough. Continue. All right. How about you? All right. All right. Come on now. Okay, Mel. How about you give us a synopsis of the story? Okay, Dad. Cue the hunting music while I give you the rundown. The story starts off about a young girl named Jezebel, Jezebel, that lives in a big city of, uh, of this fantasy world. This big city has gotten a little too dangerous for her parents' liking, and so they send her off to a country to live with her uncle Seamus. Now Seamus is a magical wizardy guy that has a safe spot to live in called a magical, magical marsh. Seamus tells Jezebel that she can go anywhere in the marsh as it's safe, but don't go into the dark forest because there there are dangers living out there. By the way, Seamus has really, really cute non-growable puppies. (laughs) That is true. They're just so cute. But of course, Jezebel gets curious and one day heads off into the forest where she runs into a stranger that attacks her. This stranger turns out to be a vampire. But Ooh, Jezebel, hold on, hold on. a vampire. Oh, haha! But Jezebel is rescued by the hero of this book, the unicorn. Wait, wait, but, no, 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 the unicorn. Seriously? Well, if I can't can't say a vampire, why can't I say the unicorn? The unicorn tells Jezebel to hop on and runs off with her back to the magical marsh. As they run away. We see a group of vampires, and one of them vows. Vampires. And one of them vows to get revenge on the unicorn for killing his brother. Yeah, because he like totally used his unicorn to like stake the vampire, and then the and vampire blown to smithereens. Exactly, and he like poof went to dust. It kind of looked like a ghost face at first. Yeah. So anyway, Jezebel is surprised to learn that the unicorn can talk, and that it, and that is when it explains that he was not always a unicorn, but in fact, 
a prince of the name we do not know. I thought his name was Eric, but I'm not sure. It might be Eric because yeah. it was Seamus. Yeah. But, yeah. And I thought it was I thought it was interesting that the unicorn could talk. It was like dun dun dun. And was once friends with Seamus, her magical uncle. When we get when we get the full breakdown of how he becomes a I think you mean then we get the full breakdown of how he became a unicorn, which is the 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 majority of the story. So tell me a little bit. What do you? What about the breakdown? How does he become a unicorn? Uh, <clears throat> so the way he became a unicorn was so at first when he was a boy, he would play with Seamus, and one time when they were playing. They discovered that Seamus had powers by accidentally levitating him in the air. Oh, yeah. So then from that, they, um, Seamus was took by... Taken. Uh, taken by Eric's father. <laughs> Eric's father. And had um, been learning how to be a master wizard. Mm-hmm. And after all of this training he did... He had helped Eric lead a battle, and at the end of the victory, that's how um, Eric became a unicorn. He had wanted magical powers like Seamus because he was so jealous of him since his father wouldn't even care for him. Right, because from his viewpoint, um, his father, who was the king... Looked as though he cared more about Seamus than his own son. And so he was constantly seeking his father's approval. And finally, he got tired of all. And he said, that's it. I'm going to go learn magic myself. And then he runs away from the castle, not to be seen ever again as he goes into the dark forest and runs into a what? A witch. A witch. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's, that's more like a vampire. How would you say a witch? Okay, that works. So, what does she do? What does he do with the witch? He does not listen to the fact that there is always going to be a price to pay. During that, when he gets his powers, he discovers that the price he paid was he was no longer a human. He turned into a unicorn, but the unicorn was the most magical creature of all. That is true. So, did you notice anything in the artwork with the with the witch from panel to panel? Well, at First, when she was doing the spell, she looked old and you couldn't see her eyes. But then when she whispered to the unicorn, it looked like she was a lot younger. So yeah, I know. I, I'm kind of curious about that. If Maybe like in the second book, we'll find out that maybe she was pretending to be this old hag and she was really a young person. That I'm kind of curious about because like I said, it was only a couple panels. What if the price um, of it had took magic from her and the magic caused her to age like that? So then mm. she turned young. Again. Could be. We'd, Who knows? We would have to find out in the second issue. Now, what's interesting about this is that Scout Comics released the first issue, but the second through the fifth fifth issue, you could actually get on Caleb. Um, what's the gentleman's name again? Caleb Palmquist's uh, Kickstarter page because he he hasn't quite released issues two through five yet. So I'm curious to find out what happens next. But that's getting ahead of myself. So Melody, what did you like best about this story? Probably should never grow old. 
puppies that never grow old. Who would love so puppies? That, yeah, I know. They stay at the same age over and over. Yeah, well, I'm fluffy and adorable. Yeah, I can't help but feel sorry for the puppies because they're not getting any older. So, you know, what happens when when you stay the same age? You, you, but yet your brain still ages. Although they are puppies, you never know. Maybe magic is applied differently in this in this world. Maybe all they can think of is oh, person. <laughs> That's true. So, which I'm character? Hurt. Which character did you like the best? Unicorn. <laughs> the unicorn. All right. Well, what did you think about the unicorn and the whole story about him? I think it looks like kind of like a horse with a horn, like a real unicorn. Well, yeah. That just made sense. I rhymed. All right. So, what did you think, though, of the character, though, uh, the prince? What did you think about him? Stubborn. Stubborn. Well, yeah, he wouldn't listen to many things. That's true. Yeah, it's like and he, he didn't... was always jealous. Yeah, that's a sad thing. Is when you're when you as a character, you know, in the story, when you're jealous, you know, you can definitely see that. It, it, it's it's a good tale to tell to to know that you shouldn't always let jealousy drive your. Uh, your purpose in life. I mean, here he had a great friend in Seamus, and Seamus can wanted to continue to be his friend even though he was learning magic. But uh, it's like the prince didn't didn't want to see him anymore. He was always kind of trying to seek his father's approval. Yep, that's why he trained extra hard for it. Yeah. So, what other things did you like about the book? Mm-hmm. I still think it's pretty cool that the unicorn can just. Stab a vampire and it vanish. Yeah. It makes disposal of, of uh, vampire bodies easier because they just poof, disappear. Bye-bye. Whereas you don't know in movies because like, the vampires die. What happens to the body? You gotta yeah. cover it. So uh, anything else that you liked about this book? Like the artwork. What do you think of the artwork? Mm, I thought it was kind of realistic. Yeah? But like at the same time a little cartoony with the people. Gotcha. Was it easy to follow? What about the backgrounds? What do you think about the backgrounds? Uh, I think they're pretty colorful. Yeah. I guess I really like the detail. I liked how they were uh, able to... I think I liked how Daryl Toe was able to like draw the big city and you saw like all these really cool things. Like In the yeah. foreground, there was like this uh, this car that looked like a steam engine. Yeah. And then in the background, cool. you kind of seen like a lot of tubes and pipes. Like kind of as the, as the city got bigger, it got more futuristic. But yet yeah. it still kind of held on to that kind of steampunk look. I see this kind of funny clock here that I just now noticed. It like it has nothing on it. It's just a white circle with a little black circle in it with just a line. Right. What happened to the numbers? Well, it's a, it's a shortcut to let you know that, hey, this is a clock, but you don't need to finely detail all of it. Yeah. So I think it's a very, it's, it's detailed, but yet very efficient in its details. So... So, if you were a character in this book, which character would you like to be? Puppy. A puppy? Puppy. <laughs> okay. I think Seamus is pretty cool. I wouldn't mind being him in the in the book if I was a character in the story. Or Jezebel, because I'd want to ride on the unicorn. <gasps> Puppies that ride unicorns. Cool. All right, Melody. Well, our... Puppicorn. Our rating, <laughs> our rating is buy, borrow, or bust. How would you categorize? Buy. Okay. Why would you buy it? Because it's a really fun story. Yeah. How many times have you read it since we bought it? 
I don't know, like 35 times. Okay. How about a little more, less uh, exaggerated, a little more closer to like maybe like six times, seven times? 23. <laughs> okay. If you want me to truly count that. All right. Oh, yeah. And all my friends read it and they thought it was really cool. So, all yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I agree. I think it's a very fun book. I would definitely put it in the buy category. Um, is there anything else that you want to mention about the story? That we're hoping to get the next one on the next podcast. Well, yeah, I'd like to get the next issue. Um, again, let me go ahead and just, just mention a little bit about Caleb uh, Palm Quest's uh, webpage. There you can get uh, what looks like you can, you can order on the Kickstarter his trade paperback for the series. So it would have all five issues all collected in one edition. So Melody, as from her outside of her Halloween-y sounds, she definitely likes the book. She wants to read the next one. So I'm definitely going to try to get the next couple of issues because it's a fun read. I really enjoyed it. She really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So I don't think there's anything else we could say about this book, Millie. What do you think? Nope. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and uh, wrap this I'm up. I'm going to give all the little details about the puppies. I'm sorry, what? All the little details about the puppies. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up then. Well, folks, thanks for listening to this episode of Comics with My Kids podcast. Check out more episodes at the comicscornerbox.blogspot.com. Leave us a rating or view at Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Follow us on Twitter for all of our episode posts and news at Comics with Kids. Also check out our Facebook page, Comics with My Kids. And you can email our show at comicswithmykidspodcast at gmail.com where we'll put your name in a drawing for some free comics. What type of comics are we giving away, Dad? Well, family-friendly books from the, from Free Comic Book Day and some of our own personal collection that we want to share with our audience. Maybe they'll be spooky. Yeah, there are a few spooky titles in there. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this Halloween edition of our podcast. We'll have future episodes in the Halloween season where we'll be reviewing more spooky books as well as some magical books. Well, thanks and have a great night. Or morning or You say the author is, and then start from there. The author is Caleb Palmquist, and the art was done by Darley Ta. Daryl Toe. Daryl Toe. Okay. <laughs> and published by Scout Comics. All right. Okay, Mel. <laughs>